One, two, three. Welcome to Three Song Stories, the podcast that brings out the story of our lives through the melodies of music. Thanks for listening. I'm Jared, the intern Gonzalez. Our guest today is Justin Paprocki. He's been in the news business since 1997, previously serving as an editor at Gulf Shore Life and Gulf Shore Business Magazines. He is currently the student media advisor for Eagle Media and an adjunct instructor at Florida Gulf Coast University. We met through the process of me starting my own podcast through Eagle Radio, and he was a big contributor to getting the ball rolling for it. Since becoming a part of Eagle Radio, I got the opportunity to get to know Justin better, and he continues to provide guidance and support for my show. I want to return the favor by having him on as today's guest. Do we want to open this up with like a bit or something, like a little joke? Oh or... gosh, I don't have dad jokes like, you don't have like to... yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you are a father. I do. Yes, I am. I am yeah. a dad, a father of two. I need to work on my work on my jokes, though. I don't have like cheesy puns or anything like that. How How old are the kids? Uh, they are Benjamin young? is three, and Elizabeth is one. Do these lights can, change, or is it always just like a? We can hear us, Mike. We can hear you guys. Remember, our mics are hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mike. Oh no! The but yeah, it already started. I this have is a, it. Yeah, I have uh, a dad this, joke. I'm going to talk into the microphone. This then. is the bit. <laughs> hey, Justin. Wait, yeah? Do you know the best thing about Switzerland? What's the, what's the best thing about Switzerland? Well, the flag is a big plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that requires like some research. Dad joke for you. Oh, okay. Good. Hey, Justin, welcome. And thank you for coming on to Three Song Stories. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. How about yourself? If I was doing any better. I'd have to hire somebody to help me enjoy yes, it. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> I always walk into that trap. It's not even a trap. <laughs> See, like, if you were to listen to my episode, I went on this whole spiel about it not being a bit. But anyways, this isn't about me. Mm. This is about you. Okay. And oh, man. for the listeners, this is a whole new dynamic. Right, Mike? Right, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, I'm the host now. I'm on the host. I am where Mike is, usually. Yeah. And this is weird for me because I've only been here for like a month or two. Feels like you've been here for like two years. You've never not been here. <laughs> like The Shining. Yeah, right? Yeah, haunting so, these halls. And, and, this, and you're my guest, which yeah. is also something, right? Like, I, it's not about me, but I'm going to talk about myself a little bit. Um, when they told me that I'm for my internship here, I got a host and be a guest on. I was like, okay, great. Guest. Sure, no problem. Host, that means I need to bring on a guest. Who the hell am I going to pick? You know, so I was I was thinking about people I know around here and stuff, and I'm like, hmm. I, I spent like a good couple of weeks <laughs> trying to decide who oh, I man. want, you know? So I'm like, okay. I'm, I've been juggling like a few people, and I've noticed like some already did an episode, and then I'm like, wait a minute. What am I doing? <laughs> One of the main reasons why like I'm doing a lot of things I'm doing in this campus it's because of one person. Oh my goodness! You want you want to know who that is? Putting this on me? Is it me? Yeah, it's you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness, Jared. Well, thank you. Like, I mean, I'm thank honored you. to like be here. Yeah, and being interviewed by you, and your first time interview chair. That is very impressive. Right? I know. We're we're gonna try to get you on uh, Razzle Dazzle next. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. We're we, we're kind of like slated because we already have Richard and Mike coming on the show. Oh, uh, putting you guys on blast, by the way. 
Thanks uh, a lot, so... Jared. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <No>. Wow. <laughs> Jared, you'll be on a different no, episode. No, I refuse. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I'm not saying. going, I'm not going to do a promo for your podcast any longer. I'm planning to do on our social media channels. Like, oh, no. No, no. You're getting your own you episode, don't and Mike and I have to share. Yeah. Cross your producers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Justin. So, again, this episode's about you. You are the guest. You are the man of honor. Thank you. Let's Thank start you. off by telling us where you grew up. Oh, goodness. So I grew up in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, are you a Buckeyes fan? Yes, okay. I am. You said, ooh, is that? My family is, you know, Michigan. Oh, no. Wolverines, go oh, blue. Oh, no. You know. Is that football? Said, Only one that, will emerge. It's, it's, it's lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, it's a lifestyle. Is it like yeah. a magazine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like, like a culture. We're yeah. a col- class of cultures here, which I don't really know what the difference is, but honestly. My, my, sorry, my best friend when I was growing up uh, was from Ohio, and his dad would get so mad if we pulled up behind somebody with a Michigan plate. <laughs> yeah. get, I could see I could see the hairs on the back of his neck coming up. Yeah. It's it, is, it is true. That is true. It is like an intense rivalry. I did not go to Ohio State. Went oh. to University of Maryland for my undergrad. Went to Missouri for grad school. Um, but yes, originally from Ohio. Um, grew up, a, uh, bounced around a little bit. Lived a little bit in Georgia, West Virginia. But grew up for the most part in Ohio, um, Columbus area, and uh, went to um, uh, Granville. Granville High School. It's a mm-hmm. small town just east of Columbus. Uh, Denison University, if you've ever heard of. Denison, that's where that's where that is. But that's my what I consider my hometown. Okay, what, what was the uh, what was your music musical background growing up? So, okay, I was around music a lot just from, um, you know, really my parents. Really, that's kind of where it started. Mm-hmm. Um, mom and dad playing a lot of music around the house. Uh, my dad and I, um, you know, listening to music together when I was really young. When he was um, kind of at home during the day. And uh, just kind of growing up with um, a lot of what his interests were and what about my mom's you know, musical interests were. So there was a lot of, um, oh gosh, this would have been like 80s. So like Elvis Costello, mm-hmm. uh, Talking Heads. Mm. Um, my mom, um, when I was a little older, uh, like kind of middle school, we got a minivan. Ooh. And there's a tape deck in the minivan. And mom would have uh, cassettes in there that would get played. There's like a... It work of like like months. There'd be like three months where it was just the one cassette played on repeat. So it'd be like Carol King Tapestry, three months straight, and then Fleetwood Mac Rumors, three Ooh. months, and then like Ooh, Marvin Gaye oh. something, uh, mm. three months. So it was like that too. So I was getting, you know, dad's musical interests, mom's musical interests, all kind of merging together. Then at high school, actually middle school and high school, I was in band. I played trumpet. And so I was learning uh, like kind of how to play music, how music worked a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and you said middle school? Uh, middle school and high school. I played, okay. actually, I think I started in like fifth grade or something like that. So, um, yes, yeah, so for, for quite some time I was playing trumpet, involved in like marching band, jazz band, concert band, all that sort of band nerd stuff. So and you were really a band kid. Yes. Wow. I was. I was. That says something about me. I don't know if it does. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a lot of my... Um, musical kind of background is um you know kind of what my parents were listening to and then um stuff that i was kind of playing in band too so a lot of like kind of jazz stuff or 
you know, we played a lot of like of, um, you know, like, I don't know, uh, Beach Boys songs, mm. that sort of stuff too. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's, and by the way, I've not picked up the trumpet since like, I don't know, I was 18. So. How come? Uh, so, yeah. How come um, you stopped? I, yeah, that's a good question. I just, I did, I left it at home when I was at college because mm-hmm. uh, I was in a, in a dorm. I figured no one would appreciate me playing a trumpet in the dorm. You're not wrong. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it's never, it just kind of sat in a box in mom and dad's house. Is it, is it still around? Like, I think so. I think it's probably in storage somewhere. Oh. Um, so I, I did try and pick up, um, uh, I took a piano class in, uh, in college, um, just kind of like an intro piano type of thing. Uh, that was fun, and but didn't really stick with it that long either. Mm-hmm. That kind of faded away too. I think it was just kind of, I don't think all those things that like kind of wanted to, it's like, oh yeah, I'd love to pick up the trumpet again, but just don't have the time or something else always comes up or some, mm-hmm. some other hobby or something like that. You know, so it's up, something so. that's like almost always like in the back of your mind, like, yeah, I would like to, but... Uh, yeah, you know? that, yeah, when's it, yeah. First off, where is the trumpet to begin with? Right. <laughs> Second off, is anyone going to like right. me in my house playing the trumpet? Well, I mean, um, after you after you like practice and pick it up and practice for like mm-hmm. maybe a week, you know, you you'll get that um, muscle memory going. You know, you'll pick it up yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. But like, is that is that first week? You know, Jared. Yeah. I mean, you're talking like you've been practicing. And in your episode that came out two weeks ago, you said you hadn't been practicing. So which is it? I didn't say I was practicing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling him what you guys were telling me on oh, my episode. Okay, I see. You were just paying you know? it forward. By the way, Brandon Robertson said you can come over and use practice rooms anytime you want. I've connected Whoa. you with him. We'll get Yo! that. We'll get that taken care of in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Can can I can I bring a plus one? Plus, we can have a duo going. Yeah, right? What do you, what what, what instruments sure, do you play? I'm Saxophone. sure that can be arranged. Oh yeah, yeah. we got a little yeah. jazz band going, right? Yeah. See, uh, Mike, this is we can we can be we can actually start a band right here. Yes. You're 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 asking me, do you want to start a band or, or whatever? And I'm like, I would if I had somebody else to actually commit to it. There we go. There we go. We oh, no, I made a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that'll be fun. Nice. Um, so you said that your parents' music, uh. Did that? How did that translate exactly to what you were playing on the, on the trumpet? Um, I don't know if it, there was any really direct relationship there. Mm. Although I did, I think I did get into like my dad played did play a lot of jazz mm-hmm. uh, growing up, and I you know I probably joined jazz band because of that kind of growing up and being familiar with uh, with that music and. Um, you know, I you know, was, would listen to like Miles Davis or uh, Louis Armstrong Ooh, yeah. uh, growing up. So, um, so yeah, although, I, you know, I would try, attempt to emulate their styles, although probably, you know, failed miserably. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was kind of, I think, probably the most direct translation where I could, where I was kind of hearing the stuff growing up and thinking, oh, it'd be kind of cool if I could play that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, or hear a Miles Davis song. It's like, how do I capture that same kind of sound that he has? And, Can you like picture how he's, you know, the physical aspect of how he's playing? Can you like imagine, like if you hear a Miles Davis song, mm-hmm. right? And you hear him blowing the horn. Can you like, Imagine what notes he's pressing and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh gosh, so, uh, I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm that. Like I know some people can like play by ear like that, right? Like to a degree, I probably 
you know, used to be able to, or at least try and figure it out or think through how mm-hmm. did he make that sound? Like there's some things, oh, who was it? I can't remember the the name of the um, trumpet player, but uh, it makes this really like weird kind of funny sound on the trumpet. It was like, <laughs> sort of like that. And I was like, how does he do that? And it was like, he had to like kind of slowly lift the valve up on the on the on the trumpet and made this weird kind of kind of sound through it. So like trying to emulate those types of things and kind of play around with it too was, right. was, was kind of fun too. I don't right, know. You, you just like experimenting yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so kind of cool. Or like you hear something on the radio and it's like, oh, how can I play that on my trumpet? And I, right, I futz around and not really, you know, be able to do it. But whatever. In your school band, did you play in concerts? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh my, we how did. How's that? It was fun. I mean, right. that was you were always like practicing for like a show or a concert or something like that or a competition. That was a big thing. We had like marching band competitions and um, concert band competitions, and those are pretty pretty serious. Where you go and you uh, get judged on mm-hmm. everything and all that. And, um, and we were you know, pretty good. I think um, we did really pretty well as a as a band. I th- I think. Um, is this middle school or high school? Uh, more high school. High school. The I tell you the one the most nerve wracking thing maybe I've ever done in my life Please. is <laughs> uh, among the most is um, playing in a um, solo competition thing where you it's just you and you've got someone on piano accompanying you and you play a song uh, and the judges sit there and judge you on how well you are playing and it is so nerve wracking. It's just there. you, not yes. you against. Other... Well, uh, there's other people who are kind of, but they're like not in the same oh, okay. room. They're not playing at the same time. It's like it's, just it's not you. like a trumpet battle. No, okay, no. It's just you alone trying Ooh. to play the song you've been practicing nonstop and like completely forgetting how to do everything because you're so nervous. Right. Um, so yeah, not so great memories of that. Although I did okay, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> did you win any awards or anything? No, no I wasn't no? that good. I wasn't that good. I was like second chair, meaning not like the top tier of. Um, trumpeters in my school but like the next tier down and that, that was my ceiling that's uh-huh. why that's yeah, yeah okay do you remember the first live music you saw Speaking oh my of um i saw a lot of jazz shows with my dad um saw uh went marsalis trumpet player uh in a couple of different times um, when he'd come through the area um saw um went to a jazz club once with my dad when he's um uh, doing a story because he was a um, journalist as well uh, about um, uh, Bobby Floyd, who was a, um, a jazz uh, player in uh, kind of based out of Columbus, Ohio. Went to a club and saw him play, and that was really a cool experience to be a in. Club? Like, yeah, so it's like a small kind of venue with like the, all the little tables and. I always um, wanted to go to something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't know if there's a, any jazz clubs around here like I doubt that. It. I don't think I doubt so. it. They're kind of. More bigger cities, few and kind right. of far, far between. But right. if you I, can get there, it's fun because it's just it's like kind of like kind of intense because everyone's kind of like in packed in the same area, which sounds weird just now and during COVID right? and all that. But like it was fun. I'm telling you, it was fun to be like in there and then like the band is like right there and they're you know, they're improvising and people are you know applauding, cheering and the you know um, and all that kind of vibe. It's a little like hot and. Uh, you know, it used to be you know, like smoke in places like mm-hmm. that, a little smoky. Thank, thank God you can't do that anymore. But, um, but yeah, it's a great, great kind of atmosphere. 
There used to be a place on Sanibel called Ellington's, which was a proper jazz club. And the reason I bring it up is because uh, Dave Brubeck played there once. Oh, wow. And I got to drive out to Sanibel to pick him up, to bring him to this studio. And mm-hmm. he sat in the chair that you're sitting in, Justin. What? And was interviewed by Ryan Warner in 2004 for Gulf Coast Live. Oh, my gosh. That is an honor. I'm sitting in the same <laughs> chair as Dave Brubeck. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, now, now you feel even better being on being a guest here, huh? I know, right? yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I'm blanking now. I had time for that, but time for that first song. I was just, yeah, I was just, think, I, was, I was getting there. I was just making sure I'm not missing any beats, you know. Transition. <laughs> When I say seg, you say way, seg, way. There we go. Yeah, let's get to your first song. Uh, Do you want to do you want to talk about it first, or you want to listen to it first? Uh, Listen to it first. Okay. Get into that vibe. All right, let's get there. It is Beyond Belief by Elvis Costello from the album Imperial Bedroom from 1982. Yeah. Where were you? Ooh. Oh man. This kind of lost. I love how that song just kind of like builds. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like your typical song where verse, chorus, you know, that type of thing. Is this kind of whoop, and this kind of like takes off at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah, that's what I was really it's like. This whole build up, yeah, you know, really vibing too. Yeah. Um, gosh, so many memories of that song. So that was um, when I was, um, and this is more. I don't remember this, of course, because I was like one at the mm. time, but. Um, that was the first track off of um, Elvis Costello's uh, that Imperial Bedroom album, and that was um, it was memories of my um, not memories but musical influences. That was me and my dad, you know, when I was very young, just, you know, him putting on that album and us just kind of like you know dancing around the, the living room together. You know, when I was young, he you know we played a lot of music and we danced a lot. How would how would he uh, kind of play groove. it? Um, like a vinyl? Ah, oh, it's a good question. It was probably cassette. Mm. I think it was because I think we still might still have that somewhere. Although I do have this on on vinyl, um, I did buy it uh, a while back. But like the one memory that specifically comes to mind is um, this would have been two thousand. Oh man, early two thousands, okay. early aughts. Um, Elvis Costello is playing a concert in uh, Columbus, and I'm kind of home for the summer. And Dad and I go to the concert, and um, it's just like, this is one of those things that's, it's like a, you know, you know, some things with like fathers and sons, you have those, those bonds over, um, you know, kind of stuff that really has nothing to do with you. If, if that makes sense, it's like, it's you know, baseball or something like that, or, uh, you know, a sports team, or in this case, you know, it's music. And, you know, in our case, it was, you know, kind of Elvis Costello. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was a, you know, dad was a big Elvis Costello fan. So was I. Um, and then it's just kind of all that kind of coming together, um, you know, in that moment, you know, at that concert of, uh, this bond kind of between us, it doesn't need to be really said, it's just kind of present in the kind of the memories we share with each of the songs that come up and that sort of thing. And then like, if you, you know, kind of listen to the song, it's, you know, it's not one of his, well, maybe it, I mean, it's not one of his more like popular songs or, I always thought it'd be kind of difficult to play live. Like, how would he do that? And then he did play it live. And I was like, oh, wow. Um, I remember, I think he like broke a guitar string as he was playing it too, which is kind of cool. Um, 
and he continued playing. Even yeah, regardless. Yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, that is cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, and it was one of those concert where it's like just got better and then better and then better and then better. And then like that came and it was like the peak. It's like oh wow, this is like really cool. So it's just like that being able to be there and be with my dad and kind of share that um, moment. Um, you know, with with one of our favorite favorite musicians was like really really kind of cool and really kind of special. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that memory is still, you know, every, every time I hear that song, I think back to the, you know, that, that, you know, the concert that I had, you know, went to with my dad way back, you know, almost, gosh, 20 years ago now. Mm-hmm. So where was the concert? Uh, um, it was Columbus, Ohio. Um, oh, shoot. What was the name of it? It was like, like an outdoor venue. Mm. I can't remember what it was called at the time. It was really nice. Cause it's, yeah, it's outdoors. We were up on the, I think the grass area. Um, yeah, it was really, yeah, it was really, yeah, it was a really cool show. Um, what's the name of that venue? Nah, I can't remember. It's changed names a couple of times. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where does this song fit into your life today? Oh my, gosh! I think it's. No, of course, this is one of the first songs I played uh, for my son mm. when I brought him home, or when we brought him home from the hospital. So carrying on that kind of tradition mm. there. You wanna um, you wanna pass that same type of. Uh, bonding type of thing that you had with your father to your son? Can yeah. That same type of feel? Yeah. I always introduce him to it. Like, right. who knows what he'll music will be into when he gets older or as, he, or as he's growing up. But just to know that, hey, this is something, this is an important song for your dad and your grandpa and for Papa. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, that hopefully it means something to him too at some point. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's really kind of what I'm, you know, thinking with this song. That's the kind of that bond that that can develop over music, whether it's, you know, with you know, you know, parent, father, friend, wife, you know, spouse, whoever. Um, this kind of how like special that is. It's like hard to kind of um, kind of describe um, how like something that someone else has created suddenly means so much to you and not just you but someone else and you've you've formed a connection based on Mm. that kind of song or you know movie or whatever so it's so yeah it's it's and i still like i still like play that album a lot or something sometimes in the house and this is one of those songs i can like like never really get tired of and maybe part of it's because i have that history with it Mm -hmm. maybe just part of it's just, just i think it's just a really good song it's like you're always discovering some sort of um, nook and cranny in it of some sort of lyric or uh, the way something sounds in it or something like that. And, um, you know, it's always kind of evolving, you know, for me. So it's just one of those that's like, cause you know, you have those songs that are like really like in the moment, you're like, oh, I love the song or whatever. This is the song that my friends and I were really into in this exact moment. But then you kind of like leave it behind. Like the song right. isn't like, it's always kind of lived on through different. Is it because you names. can always like pick out something new? Like find something new in the song each time you listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, like I was listening to um, just kind of like the drumming when when it was playing here a second ago. Just kind of how, like how that that's kind of like very kind of subtle type of type of drumming that was going on there. But yeah, it's always just like something new or something, um, uh, you know, interesting um, about it or something. Or going back and kind of reading the lyrics and kind of thinking about those because. Um, a lot of Elvis Costello, Costello's lyrics aren't like super straightforward. They're um, kind of meant to, you know, have a lot of wordplay and mm. uh, it provokes a lot of imagery in your head. And it's, you know, I think that's really kind of interesting. So, um, 
So yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the first band slash musician that really got your attention? Was it was it Elvis? Um, not Presley, oh Costello. Yeah. <laughs> Costello. Um, yeah, probably like Elvis Costello, Talking Heads. I grew up a lot around around them a lot through dad playing with them. You know, jazz music. Um, you know, for other few other groups, and then. Like when I was like a junior in high school, I started going through dad's old cassettes and records Mm -hmm. and playing some of those. And that's when I really started to get into kind of like some older, this would have been mid-90s. And that's when I would have gotten into um, like some kind of older music too, Um, like old, like, you know, Stevie Wonder or, you know, Steely Dan Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, a lot of different things in there. So when I stopped, well, not stopped, but... Um, when I started getting interested in like kind of, okay, w- what came before me or before I was you know, really interested in like kind of the history of you know, rock and roll or pop music or, you know, how did we get to where we are today, you know, m- musically, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, you know, this artist today was listening to this person, you know, who put out this record 20 years ago and how did that influence everything in between? Um, so, yeah, that's... So yeah, when I was in high school, I really started to kind of dig through and really kind of listen to some older stuff too. Um, and you were like finding this all on your own. You didn't have like any outside influence being like, hey, Stevie Wonder is great. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was more just kind of me going through my dad's collection wow. and then going to the library, shout out Granville Public Library for their, <laughs> their CD collection, um, which was limited, but there were a lot of good finds in there. Um, uh I'm extremely jealous. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I I don't have the privilege uh, mm. of, like, just finding a well-known, like, one of the greatest artists of all time. Stevie Wonder, I'm going to use an exa- mm. as an example. I, don't, I didn't have that privilege or luxury, I guess, that's the word to use, to just discover him all on my own because radio, internet, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I would be hearing it somewhere, somewhhen. Mm-hmm. I will be hearing one of his songs, and I and I'll know who is it, Stevie Wonder. Okay, then let me go check him out. Mm-hmm. What what you described is just like, all right, let me let me go through my dad's stuff. Ooh, this person named Stevie Wonder. I wonder what he's about. Mm-hmm. Pops it in, mind blown. Right? Like I don't. That's. I envy that. Yeah, well, that's geez, crazy. It's 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 interesting. So it's definitely like a generational divide of um, and I mean a lot of different ways too of how people are encountering media these days, mm-hmm. um, and just like access to it too, which I find just find amazing. Like, um, you know, I remember like going back, uh, you know, it's going to a record store. And or not something like the um, it was it Fye was the name of this record store we had in the CD place we had in the mall, mm-hmm. or um, you know a place like that, uh, you know tr- digging through like a bargain bin of CDs and trying to find something for like ten bucks, and then okay awesome I got this you know buy this uh, greatest hits compilation for ten dollars of Queen or whatever, <laughs> and maybe all like half the songs on there and that's yeah. that's it like I've, you know I'm on Apple iTunes or whatever it is, Apple Music, for yeah. $10 a month, I have access to, like, everything. Yeah. Everything that ever existed. <laughs> Do you understand how much money I've spent on CDs over the, like, 
CDC used to cost like a 20. Maybe I should stop before. No, like, am I on. sounding really old? No, I'm no, not you're. CDC used to cost $20. I know. Like, you go to Virgin Atlanta or record store or whatever, it costs $19.95. <laughs> it's like, oh, let me save my pennies for those 12 songs. Yeah. No, where, it's, it's like where you can everything. Pay half of that. It's everything on yeah, here. Yeah. You have such a big point. And yeah. then, then what, was, um, what was like the first piece of music you've ever owned then? Um, Oh gosh, the first CD I ever bought was the soundtrack. Was for, it a CD? Uh, yeah, it was okay. a CD. It was the um, the soundtrack to Wayne's World. <laughs> so the first uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> there was um, uh, Alice Cooper was on that. I uh-huh. think. Um, Did you buy it because you saw the movie, or you you were just like? I think Ooh. yeah, I was a fan of the movie, okay. and I think I don't know why I was, like specifically bought that. <laughs> And it's like, hey, the, it's my first CD. I'm going to buy the Wayne's World soundtrack. But that's, right. yeah, that's what I got. Um, I can't, I don't know if I bought it or it was a gift. I, I had like, I was really, went through like a little phase when I was into like Phil Collins and Genesis. Right. A little bit. <laughs> um, and so I, had, I got like, like a Phil Collins solo record at mm-hmm. some point. Um, uh, so yeah, but yeah, that, that Wayne's World CD, that was something else. Can you like remember how much it was? <laughs> Oh gosh, it was pr- it was probably like um yeah, it was like I don't know, twelve bucks or something like 12 that. Twelve bucks. Yeah. And you can buy you can probably buy all those songs. Just yeah. like actually buy it. Like not not having the Apple music or whatever, mm-hmm. just buy the songs for like half that price. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, something. It, but yeah, you, you have such a great point there. Yeah. There is a yeah. total divide when it yeah. comes to that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. You have access to everything. Right? And and it's like there's like at least in the way I see it. There's so much available mm-hmm. that it's really hard to know where to start and where to stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because for me, I'm an oldies guy, right? Mm-hmm. I I, I, list, I try to listen to from 50s to 90s, more so leaning towards 60s, right? Mm-hmm. That's five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's five decades worth of music in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm only one person. There's only so much time in a day. I can't listen to all of it. It's like mm-hmm. it, there, there's just a giant amount of stuff. And when I think about, you know, how it probably would have been back in the back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, there was a big filter in mm-hmm. you only have so much allowance money or whatever or whatever you worked up for your summer job to spend on uh, one, maybe two uh, CDs, cassettes, maybe one vinyl a month or something. You know, there's, there's, you have a filter, so you got to make your choice, make it like, you got to put some thought into it. Here yeah. is just have at it. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like you're filtering. You like it's your job now to filter out everything to focus on something. Yeah, it used to be it was all kind of filtered for you more it, or less. Yeah. So yeah, you're. You know, I remember like listening to the radio. I was like, oh, I want to hear that one song. So I was going to listen <laughs> yes. to the radio and it's like, oh, okay, is it going to get played again or something like that? Yeah. So, and uh, and that, that's a whole nother thing. Like, yeah. do you, when, uh, what, what do you, do you, when you're in your car, what do you listen to? Do you listen to your phone? I listen, listen to, to um, uh, I listen to podcasts uh-huh. mostly now, honestly. I, I still listen to the radio a lot, just kind of flipping through. I listen to WGCU. <laughs> Shout I listen outs. to, um, <laughs> uh, to, yeah, just whatever um, uh, music channels too. I still, mm-hmm. I for some reason, I can't, um, you know, so I'll listen to my, you know, the Apple's Apple Music or whatever. But I still just like flipping through 
you know, the stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something kind of calming about mindlessly flipping through radio stations and mm-hmm. stumbling across a song you like or something like that. Right. So. And, and like whenever you, like, let's say you find a song you like, you get into a driveway or you're pulling up into your driveway, the song is still going. You just sit there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Just, That's how you know and the song is good. Yeah. I've like driven around. I've like <laughs> driven around like, like just so I can finish the song. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what the great thing that I've come to realize recently within the past, I don't know, five or six years about uh, FM radio stations is if you're listening to that song, it's a collective moment because everyone else that's on that same band at that same moment is hearing it exact, exactly the same mm. time as you. You're listening to it with other people. When you're listening to anything streaming, anything podcast, anything digital, it's just you and it. You know, but there's something collective about that FM experience. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's like, it's still how I kind of discover new songs, I mm-hmm. guess, or or new acts. Like I still don't, I don't know, I still, it's like how, I don't know, I used to be more into like uh, looking, to, okay, what's the, like the new band and what are they about? But now it's like, I just don't have time to really like Because there's so research. many popping up yeah. like every week. You know, so it's kind of yeah. hard to keep up. So, but yeah, so yeah, it, it is like, um, and it's like a special moment, like hearing that, like a song that you really like for the first time on the radio. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, that's so cool. I do think it's pretty fabulous, though, not to uh, terrestrial radio and get to get that collective moment is absolutely fabulous. But I loved what Pandora had exper- or pretty much added to music when you could like thumbs up, thumbs down and mm. get those curated playlists. And I mm-hmm. discovered so much music that I don't think I would have been able to discover without that sort of algorithm to point me in certain different directions. And I now, I mean, I make playlists and stations and things now carried over to Spotify for all different kinds of music. And then it's smart, you know, shows you different things that I would have never heard of. So I think, you know, there's a, there's a dual duality of a cool experience there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's like songs that or like albums that I've been meaning to listen to for like years that I'm now just like first like listening to <laughs> yeah. now. It was so cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's, I, I still have like so many different albums of the Temptations alone to get mm-hmm. through. You know, their discography is oh, yeah. huge and that's like my big thing, right? I still have a lot of things to discover. Anyways. Yeah. Um, do you remember what kind of songs that were playing in like your high school dances? Or did <laughs> you go? Did you go to those? Oh gosh, Yeah. Yeah, I went to yeah homecoming prom like junior mm. senior year. Um, oh man, oh we had a um, so it's a late nineties swing dance revival. We did have like a swing dance themed. Oh, that's cool. Uh, is that prom? I think so. Um, I did not know how to swing dance, so I felt a little <laughs> left out. Um, so yeah, that was like oh gosh, um, what were the um, swing dance revival? I don't know. It was yeah. It was kind of like it's like a weird moment in in pop culture, the late nineties. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the uh, so yeah that like um, so we had that going on. I mean, there's a lot of like um, I graduated in ninety nine, so like late nineties was a lot of like um, that kind of post grunge mm-hmm. type of uh, type of things. Kind of the, the rise of um, hip hop and rap is really like best selling multi platinum type of you know, so, you know, songs and albums now mm-hmm. uh, becoming, you know, that becoming mainstream. Um, so you're hearing that a lot in the dances? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're getting a lot of that. Um, Do you remember your first slow dance? Uh, ooh. In the song? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I do not. Mm. I remember being at a middle school dance. Mm-hmm. Was it Boys to Men? 
Ooh. playing and me like one of the slower boys and men songs and i wasn't dancing with anyone i'll make love to you yeah like yeah. you want me to right please go on <laughs> um let's see if oh you 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 heard the clip on instagram right that yes I'm, that I'm a baritone yeah yeah i can't it's a great song it's a really yeah. great song i mean boys and men is a great group yes yeah <laughs> are but, you a dancer no no I'm not no Bittersweet even... memories when people are dancing to that song and you're not. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's I can I can relate. I can relate. Oh no. Oh, yeah. No. Just took a turn. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, some awkward middle school dances. Mm. Um, oh gosh, just dances. dances remember they like... play, Remember that? Uh, there's a bare naked lady song. The one that's just like nonsensical lyrics. Um, one week or whatever that is. I can't remember that song. Name that song. I don't know. Taro, do you know that? Yeah, it's, it's one been week. One okay. week. Yeah. Chick of the China. The yeah. Chinese. What does that mean? What does that mean? That mean? Chicken, what was the point of that song? Kid, they play. I remember playing that. Song. <laughs> I don't really. They know play that at a at one of our dances, and like the, the the girl I was there with was like, "Okay, we need to go now." So that was wow. like, "It's like okay, we're done." We're when done when you when you start hearing that song, you're just all right. Let's just, let's just... like turn it. It's kind of amusing now. It's kind of like this was. This is like a, a, a hit song in the, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Fun. All right, so I think it's time for song number two. All right. So you want to listen to this first and then tell the story? Um, yeah. Okay. This is Dr. Worm by They Might Be Giants, I think, from their album Severe Tire Damage from 1998. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was amazing. Where were you? Oh gosh, I was thinking back to um, uh, you know me and my buddy in in high school. We were big They Might Be Giants fans. That was probably one of like the first. You know, I was talking earlier about you know you know songs that you know bands that my dad liked and sort of discovering music through him and my and my mother and like They Might Be Giants were probably one probably the first band that it that was like kind of like mine like I, that was mm. something that i think like my friend michael had kind of ex- like hey you got to check out the check out these guys um and that's always been kind of part of the like the, the kind of the bond between us me and him um as they might be giants and i remember with this song it was um off of like it was kind of a weird album it was a live album but they had this song at the at the top of it as like the single that i guess to come off of it which is you know a very strange kind of little 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 ditty um, but yeah, I remember like being, it's like one of those things where like one of your favorite bands has a new album out, their new CD out at the time. And it's like, oh, I can't wait to like go and like go get it. And I remember going with you know my friend to the mall, uh, you know, finding the album. You got to like unwrap like the cellophane around it, mm-hmm. which is impossible. And trying, there's like a little sticker on the top of the CD that you had to like, like kind of like try and peel off. Um, and like finally open it and you like pop it into the CD of the, you know, of, of, you know, of your car or whatever. And then, um, yeah, like this was the first song off of it. I was just like, wow, this is pretty cool and kind of goofy. Like, what is this? And that was like the whole, their whole, they might be giants five and maybe my, me and my group for, you know, friend, you know, group of friends in high school as a whole, our whole, a lot of our vibe was just kind of goofy type of goofy. Yeah. Would you use, would you use the word quirky? Quirky, yeah, yeah. I okay. use quirky, using <laughs> goofy. Um, yeah, that would. I think when did that come out? It was like ninety eight or something like 98? that. Ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been like kind of. I think it was like right before junior year of high school. Yeah, just kind of like driving around, 
you know, windows roll down, listen to that, you just listen to your favorite band with your body. And this is, it's kind of a cool moment. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of moments like that. Of like I was trying to, when I was trying to think of songs for the, for the show here, a lot of them were just like me in my car. And so like I have a vivid memory of me in my car <laughs> listening to the song. It's like, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but this one, it was like, you know, it's like that, that kind of moment you're sharing with a friend of like, oh, this is our favorite you know, it's their favorite band and this is their new, this is the new thing and how cool is it? And they're kind of like living up to that like anticipation. Um, this is your friend's favorite band and they're showing you this song? Yeah. Or okay. we, we were both like um, uh, from, you know, both fans at that okay. moment. But yeah, this is like, um, yeah, getting the CD and popping it in and being like, yeah. And just like that shared moment in the car with you and your friend yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're just kind of like rocking out a little bit. Yeah. You know. What else were you guys doing that day? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. Um, I think it was summer. Mm-hmm. So we probably weren't doing a whole lot. Probably just hanging out, <laughs> you know? Um, Not on your way to uh, the nearest diner to meet up old Cherry <laughs> or something? Um, oh, gosh. What? It, no, it's probably just driving around. Just driving around? Yeah. This is um, Ohio. Sometimes you just drive around. Listen right. to music. <laughs> I guess, you know. Oh, I was going to ask Justin, you ever come across a band called Moxie Fruvis? Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, I don't think I have. They're, they were the first band that was like my band, and they yeah. were a Canadian band that started in the early 90s, ran through the right around 2000, and the only bands that they were ever compared to by people was They Might Be Giants and Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> so you might you might have liked them. <laughs> okay, I'll have to look them up. Oh, that's really cool. All right. Uh, it's all the same genre just of, goofy quirky yeah yeah kind of funny like rock music yeah rock, rock. like they might be giants wrote songs about um they wrote a song about the sun yeah. they wrote a song about mammals uh-huh. um like it's and they, they're still around today they they like um i just found out like my son listen watches um on occasion the mickey mouse clubhouse right and, on disney and like yeah. the scene the seems the theme song is written the by they mouse might be giants clubhouse yeah. No, Come inside, it's fun. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hear? I'm sure you hear it all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that You're that was just sick of it at this point. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, there, well, there's a lot more kids' music songs that I'm more oh sick of. But so that's and I, we, I don't try and like with my kids. I don't try and like force like, hey, here's all the stuff I was into. You have to right. be into it too. But just you know, it's kind of I'm gonna put it out there. Here's here's a few things you might like. Just hinting, like, hey. Can you, this is good, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. So, like, with this song, it was like, okay, what music would a three-year-old like? <laughs> okay, a song about a worm that is a drummer. That's a, not a real doctor, but is a real worm. Likes to play the drums. Yeah. And so, yeah. So that sounds sing, about right for a yeah, kid. So he sings sings a song randomly at, really? at the dinner table and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's fun. It's like it's it's one of his go-to requests. Really? Yeah, when we're in the oh, call, say, wow. well, I want to hear Dr. Worm. Or I want to hear Frozen too. That's like the two. Mm, right. I want to hear that's, Hamilton. That's just, Hamilton. Yeah, uh, that <laughs> that was it. Came out. My Hamilton came out. That the 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 whatever the movie version of the the stage sure. uh, production came out during like the the first month or two of the uh, lockdown. And oh, so oh, on was, Disney Plus. Yes, and we have Got Disney it. Plus, and that was like on repeat. So oh man. So yeah, that was not one of my son's favorite. <laughs> 
things to listen to is the Hamilton soundtrack in the car. That's so I mean, it has some choice language in it. So we have yeah, to be careful. yeah. I was about that, that's why I'm surprised. Hamilton of all this, Frozen Two, I can get this. Okay, sure. You know, yeah. Hamilton, interesting. So, when was the last time you bought music in a physical form? Oh man, I don't. Oh boy, it's probably been. Oh man, it's been years. I try to like avoid it now, to be honest. Really? Because. Yeah, cause either you know, I used to like download, buy things off of iTunes and download or whatever. Um, and now it's just like, where do I put the CD? It's just oh, like fair. Uh, space issues. Um, so a lot of like, um, like like the cool records shops or stuff like that have mm-hmm. shut down. So it's have you like ever been to Joe's Records downtown Fort Myers? No, I haven't yet. Oh, I think I've been by. I've never actually been in, but yeah, I do great. need to go. I'm familiar. It's yeah. amazing. I, yeah, I might still have my receipt somewhere, but oh. I'm not going to look for it. <laughs> we buy we buy, we have an old record player at our house. We buy more yeah. albums now. Um, I think the last thing I bought, um, I bought uh, for my dad about the new uh, Bruce Springsteen album. Ooh, and the new one? Yeah, it was just like recently too. It's called Letters to. You or something like that? Hold on. I feel like I'm spending like half of my time trying to remember songs. That's all right. I mean, we're here vibing, you know? Signifier of how old I've gotten. (laughs) Um, Letter letter to you, yeah. Letter to you. Yeah. Um, I bought that for my dad. And then. That's cool. Yeah, I bought, um, what was that? Uh, Paul Simon, Graceland. Mm, Paul Simon. Yeah. But the most fun, I like I like records because you can go through like if you get go to like a good record store, you can pick through all the used records. It's like mm-hmm. oh, this is a good find. Yeah, something. right. Yeah, um, so when that's I, always fun. When I was in a one of the last times I was at Joe's, I found this is gonna be really quick. Um, I found a Grover Washington Jr. album, Mr. Mm-hmm. Magic, for like on the, in the discount section. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's my favorite Grover album. It's great yeah oh cool I, I love it when you find the like almost exactly what you want and it's at discount this, yeah that's like one of the best <laughs> i know i know i know yeah the discount thing is like oh my gosh so so you mainly listen to music through your phone then or yeah believe it or not now yeah i do and when i'm at home we listen to usually the record player okay uh, we'll put on a record um, but yeah, when I'm like in my car or just kind of headphones or something like that, it's all just through like the phone now or through Apple music or something. You know, like that. honestly, almost like, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, honestly, almost every time I like come into the Eagle media room, when you're there, you usually have your headphones on quite often or yeah. like at least around your neck or something, you know? Yeah. I've noticed that. So yeah, especially like during the summer and there's like no one around, right? right. Like I'll... Yeah, that's when he was talking about like t- listening to those, you know, tra- tracking down those, those old records that I haven't, you know, listened to or forever, always wanted to. Yeah, like that's that's like the time where I've got like you know, I'm popping the earphones and, um, you know, listen to, um, I don't know, I was listening to um, what was it, uh, like a George Clinton, you know, old, uh-huh. you know, P Funk type of album. Ooh, P Funk. Um, yeah, Parliament. Yeah. I love. I was going to ask: Do you happen to have an Eagle Radio? Is there like a newsroom like theme song? Is there some oh, kind of oh. like sound, or is there music that you get play at all, or any kind of a camaraderie with music in Eagle Radio land? I don't. We, we don't have. Do we really have a theme song? I don't know if we really a have theme, like a theme song, song. No, but we have uh, Live Three Six Five from Eagle Radio. Make sure to go check that out. Uh, it's uh, curated by Justin and the station manager for Eagle Radio. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag um, ad. <laughs> it's music. <laughs> yes, it's music. Uh, yeah. um, it's uh, it's music. Do you want to explain it? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's, it's a live streaming radio station. Yeah. 
So you can, it's right now, it's, we, we've uploaded uh, a bunch of songs. Yeah. Um, our station manager, uh, Keyshawn, uh, is in charge of that. And um, so it's always something, you know, kind of fresh, original, hopefully. Um, <laughs> and then eventually we're, we're going to kind of take it to the point where we're doing like, um, uh, doing like some live live radio type of things, uh, live mm-hmm. interviews or live broadcasts or stuff like that too on on the platform. So so check us out. Live I believe Keyshawn visited as well, um, and he was hooking up with one of our engineers to try okay. to see to how to yeah. help you guys do some live radio. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Kevin. Exactly. So we like to collab. Yeah. What a small world. But yeah, <laughs> Keyshawn. Collab. I just want to say collab. Collab. <laughs> Lots of collabs here. Keyshawn, Keyshawn does this, or I mean, even the station manager previous, Loudon, mm-hmm. love her. Mm-hmm. Um, she, or they've been doing this thing where like they ask us, members of Eagle Radio, of what uh, songs would you like to hear on Live 365? And then, you know, there's this whole pool or whatever, and then they pick. Yeah. You know? So they do, I, li- I like that they do that. And of course, you better believe. Mm. I pushed for some temptations. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, Sorry. <laughs> well, um, I think it was like a few months ago. Joe uh, was uh, well, my my sound guy, my Richard to <laughs> uh, me as Mike. Right. Yeah. Um, he was like walking to the library or whatever, and mm. uh, Live Three Six Five was playing through the campus speakers, and he was hearing. Um, Papa was a Rolling Stone. Oh, cool. So <laughs> I'm cool nice with you that. got it on there. You know, right, yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, speaking of Live 365, mm. have you ever, like, told any of the station managers to, like, add in some songs that you like, like some of your favorite hits or whatever? Do you um, like... No, I usually don't. I'm usually pretty hands-off because it's... Mm. Um, so I'm an old guy, uh, first <laughs> off. And I don't know. At one time, I... Uh, brought in my CD collection if they wanted to download any any songs for the for the station. Um I don't think they did. What? So they said I would have. They said there's a lot of good older music in there. I was like, oh yeah, I guess it is older now. And um, <laughs> so 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 yeah, it's mo- we it's mostly like uh you know what's the current, you know, the hits. Right. Um, yeah, that sort of stuff. So um which I don't know that much about. So. Yeah, me neither. But you know there are a lot of students here from from what I've experienced or from from who I met that like old school music at the very least, you know, classic, you know, 80s, 90s hip hop, uh, maybe some 70s pop stuff, you know, like you can get quite a few things from there, from that, from those three decades that kids or students here would like to. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We can always do like an old school radio hour or something like that. That'd would, be fun. That'd I would cool. love that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Put yeah, me in charge of that. I'll have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you never just want to... Have you ever like thought about being like, hey, uh, put on Dr. Worm? <laughs> no? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, part of it too is just like it's, you know, it's your, you guys' thing. It's not right. like my thing. So I don't want to be like, hey... I'm the cool old guy. Hello, fellow kids. Play play this song. Um, so it's yeah, that's that's a big part of it. So I, I will like, more than willing to expose you know my my CD collection. Uh, uh, and if you want to s- select a few, but mm-hmm. but yeah, I want to um, don't want to pressure you guys too much. Too, it's it's your thing. You, you guys roll with it. That's I trust you. That you have you have better. You guys have better taste than I do. Oh, so. I know. I, I, mm, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Does your your and your wife's 
taste and music align or disalign? Oh my, um, we have a lot of overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, I, she, I don't think she is that big. Might be Giants fan. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she does. She and I'm not like a huge. She's a uh, kind of a big country music person, mm. country music fan. Kind of grew up a lot with a lot of that. Uh, I, I like some, but not not um, not a lot. I'm more like Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. that kind of kind of era. Um, but uh, we do have a few key transition, a few key um, uh, <laughs> songs and artists and music that it. we that we like, such as Sam Cooke, Ooh. who is one of our um, favorites. You're talking about that record player we have in the house. That's mm. that's a that's a mainstay. The old the we have a t- double it's a double album of Sam Cooke's greatest hits. Oh my god! Um, that yeah, that we play a lot. I'm um, so jealous. <laughs> Because I have a record player of my own. It's like in my dorm and I have all my records with me. And like I'm slowly but surely trying to get like a little collection going. Yeah. You know, but as a college student, there's only so much I can get, right? And hearing like, I love Sam Cooke so much, you know? <laughs> like you have no idea. Sam Cooke yeah. is amazing. And when, when I saw uh, the songs you like sent in, I saw this and I'm like, Oh, man, I can't wait. You know, so I've been really, like, this is, this is a song I've been really wanting to hear. Good. Um, So, I mean, since we're talking about it, let's, let's skip on through. We're going to come back to some of the questions I have anyways. Sure. Let us, let us get to Bring It On Home To Me. Awesome. By Sam Cooke. It's a single that came out in 1962. Bring it on home. Yeah. Oh, man. My. Oh, yeah. See, so you, you, you got to experience my baritone. There you go. <laughs> you were into it, man. Oh, I love that was this good. song. I know. It's I such a good song. song. God. Such a good song. Where, the, where the two, Sam Cooke and so Lou Rawls just kind of play off each other there. It's so yeah, funny. it's amazing. Oh, gosh. I mean, that song to me is like family. It's, it's what I think about. Mm. Um, and it's me. Um, you know, with my son right after he was born. Um, you know, it's kind of rocking him, holding him, listening to that song. Oh, uh, man. It's kind of swaying back and forth. Uh, you know, listening to Sam Cooke. You know, it's, you know, kind of special, you know, special moments there. Mm-hmm. You know, same with my daughter, too. It's, you know, it's it's one of those, one of those songs. It's like, um, you know, turn it on. And it's like people come alive. Right. People love it. Yeah. It's it's that it's soul music, you know. That's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like what soul music's about, kind of right? Family and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like what else? What else uh, made you decide to pick this song? Oh gosh, so it's um, I think yeah, it's like like we were talking about. It's one of the you know Sam Cooke is something my wife and I share. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh gosh! I remember, you know, when we were first, uh, uh, first, uh, first, first dating, uh, we like we that was like we both kind of figured out we liked Sam Cooke, so that became like the the re- the regular. No way. Yeah, like, um, uh, uh, you know, you know, CD or something like that we pop in, or eventually once I think it was after we got married. I think we got this as a, the record as a gift, but yeah, we we would. Um, yeah, that once we had kids too, because you're always you know looking for something to do with kids. Mm-hmm. You turn get on, put on some music. Um, you start dancing, start like you know, they're young, start swaying back and forth, or 
uh, holding them, kind of doing that. It's, yeah, it's just really kind of cool to just kind of have those moments with your kids too and with your family just kind of like dancing around the living room. Or, mm-hmm. um, we listen to a lot of music while we're getting like dinner ready and, you know, you know, having dinner and that sort of stuff sometimes. So, so this is always on, kind of on in the background and, you know, whenever the song comes on, my, you know, my ears perk up a little bit. And, uh, the song and uh, was it uh, Tennessee Waltz? Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, change is gonna come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and like my daughter is um, uh, like just she uh, started walking. She's one. Uh, she started walking a few months ago, uh, and started to, of course started dancing. Then uh, a little bit after that, and this is I just kind of you know, imagining her just kind of like bobbing up and down. Just kind of. <laughs> she's gotten. She's like. Is at the point now where it kind of knows that, like, hey, the record player is where, like, the music comes from. And, um, like, she goes, she, like, goes over and, like, turns it on. She doesn't know how to, like, like uh, set exactly it how it, yeah, she really can't. But she was kind of cool that, you know, she'll just go over and just kind of, like, start playing with the knobs and turn it on. And, and that's how you know it's that like, she, yeah, wants she wants to listen. She wants music, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. it's, it's really cool, yeah. So, so, yeah, when you mean Sam Cooke is family, you mean <laughs> It's your entire family, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's something that we all, you know, all have together. I guess mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those. Um, yeah, that that kind of album in particular is just kind of a greatest hits type of thing. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's kind of like the soundtrack of you know our lives right now. So mm-hmm. uh, and then of course with like quarantine and all that and being inside so much, you're always just kind of looking for you know things to do. So yeah, you put on that album and you know dance around a lot. So right. So yeah. So, I mean, you said, like, when you started dating, you, like, figured out that you guys love Sam Cooke? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it was, like, I can't remember exactly how we, like, kind of figured that out. But it was, like, oh, you know, that's, like, our kind of, you know, our go-to thing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, what do you want to listen to? Okay, Sam Cooke. Yeah. It was it was just kind of, like, so we were trying to figure out, okay, like, what do um, what do we have in common? Kind of, like, music wise and that mm-hmm. was like the first thing first one really that was like boom yeah sam cook how did you get into there. sam cook um specifically i got into sam cook i think it was pro i think it was through the song actually i just kind of heard it somewhere mm. um and um i was like i gotta hear more from this guy basically it's like this the voice is just so unique it's so yeah. special and um it is kind of um just kind of looked him up, bought that greatest hits album, just on a on a whim, more or less. And I was like, "Oh wow, this is really cool. It's really special." Mm-hmm. So that that was probably, and that's kind of like a newer, I mean, newish find for me within the last like ten years or so. I think really Sam kind of Cook? discovering Sam Cooke. Yeah, I didn't like, oh. didn't really know that much about him growing up or anything. Uh, oh, okay, like that. But um, yeah, that was something that was like kind of a. Um, yeah, kind of in my, you know, probably late 20s or something like that. I was like, one of those finds is like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's known as the uh, the father of soul, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, um, do you know the song, um, I Love You, for Sentimental Reasons? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a contender for one of my, like, favorite Sam Cooke songs. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, so, <laughs> he has a, he has a, um... Have you heard of any of his live albums? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. With with Bring It On Home to Me specific, yeah. specifically and uh, Love You for Sentimental Reasons. I've heard so much of Sam Cooke, including the live version, especially those two songs. And, I, and I'm pretty sure there's a track 
where uh, he sings uh, for sentimental reasons and um, this other song I forget, uh, but it's a live cover mm. thing and and like how he transitions between both of them, it's like stunning. It's great. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. his live him live fun. It's energetic, even with the slow songs. You know, it's it, he's still. Yeah, it's all energy. energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's what makes it so cool. I've got yeah. I still have like that's one of the few CDs that I have in my car right now. The Sam Cooke live. Oh man. Um, album that. That yeah, it's just like um, yeah, just like kind of that um, yeah, that whole the whole it's kind of high energy type of uh, type of thing he has going is really like awesome. So, did you know that he has um, uh, I think it's like a movie type of thing. Uh, I don't know if it's out already. I don't know if it's like coming out, but like it's it's a story about like his life oh. and stuff, kind of, and some things he had to go through. I forget. Um, but like I've seen it on his on Sam Cook's Instagram or whatever, like some promotions of it. Hmm. It looks pretty cool. No, oh, cool. You know, I've no, I've not heard of that. There's a Netflix show called Remastered: The Two Killings of Sam Cook. Mm, I came no, out in 2019 that mm, I don't know if that's it but there's there's a thing right there <laughs> Sam <laughs> Cooke so I don't the description is while Sam Cooke rose to stardom as a soul singer his outspoken views on civil rights drew attention that may oh. have contributed to his death at age 33 then yeah that's probably it then yeah that sounds yeah the, no, that's I, I, I remember watching like a trailer a promo bit of it that sounds about right yeah 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 so thank you bye <laughs> Thanks for coming through. I did want to, my, my um, brother-in-law um, did, he's a uh, poet mm-hmm. and he wrote a book of poetry about Sam Cooke, actually. It's no called La- Lady You Shot Me. Oh, man. Check it out. Cool. Darren Demery. It's <laughs> a, all out. kind of Sam Cooke inspired uh, poetry. It's about about him. Um, it's really, really kind of a fascinating take or a different take on Sam Cooke. So that's how my uh, wife, I think, you know, kind of knew of Sam Cooke was the real brother too. So it's, oh uh, wow, yeah. So there's like a lot of similarities and parallels between uh, you guys then with in regards to Sam Cooke, huh? Yeah, that's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah it keeps popping up. Imagine, imagine just like, like I envy you a lot. Like throughout this whole episode, I'm like jealous about like a <laughs> lot of things, you know. And and that's like one of <laughs> what them. me me by myself in a middle school dance is what. I mean, I was there too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to a yeah. lot of things, right? I can relate to a lot, and I and I'm like jealous of a lot of things um, that that you've talked about, and you know, meeting someone and just instantly clicking mm-hmm. because you both share the lo- a love for a certain artist or a certain type of music, and x amount of years later, you're you have a family with that person. You know, that's yeah, that's like. What else could you ask for? I know. You know? It's special. It's like, like, yeah, like I was saying, that's how, like, this, the art that someone else creates mm-hmm. means, you know, so much to, you know, other people, too, is really how they can bond people together. You know, it's really um, special as, like, especially, like, I still have like, so much admiration for, you know, professional professional musicians who can create music. Like, I, as a trumpet player, like, struggled just to play what they had created right and just to be able to do that and kind of create music is is, is something that's like so like um uh uh precious i think mm-hmm. so I don't know. is there any kind of music that uh your kids bring up to you and then you're like 
don't want to listen to this. <laughs> oh gosh. Or, um, or or any that you're like, this is actually pretty tight. You know. You know, I, I first time through the Frozen Two soundtrack, I was like, this is not <laughs> as good as the original. Right. I, but then, I agree. <laughs> but then I was like, you know, this is pretty good. This has its moments. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm okay with Frozen Two, although like played on repeat over and over and over again is a bit <laughs> a bit much, which is what what kids do. So. Yeah. Um, so that I mean, it's uh, right now. It's a lot of like kids um, songs, songs about dinosaurs that's, um, <laughs> that that my son's into right now. That uh, will randomly get caught in your head, and it's like, oh my gosh, what does this, what does this come from? <laughs> yeah, so probably like half of the time, think about music now for me is like think about some random uh, theme song from uh, you know the you know the PBS show that he's that he's watching. So. Do you know? Do you have any um, theme songs committed to memory? Um, like from from your childhood. Oh gosh. <laughs> Um, like any think. that you grew up with? Uh, anything like West Philadelphia, born and raised in the playground <laughs> is where I ra- is that a spent most of my day. That's Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was not a cartoon. Does that count? No. I don't know. What, well, what, what cartoon? What we would love to do if, yeah. if you're down, Justin. Mm-hmm. Yes, we would love to pull this up on the YouTube, <laughs> and we would like to sing it with you. Sweet. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> oh no. Oh yes. <laughs> Does Fresh Prince count? Fresh Prince totally counts. Right. We've actually done Fresh Prince before. Oh, really? Oh, okay. oh yeah. Oh, go, man, go, what go. is it about that song? God. It's a good song. Yeah. It's the, it's the Do you even know what that. Fresh Prince is, Justin? Or Jared? Yeah, of course I did. Okay. You sound like you were a little confused. <laughs> I'm co- The only reason why I'm confused <laughs> is because, you know, cartoon. This is like a live action show. DJ Jazzy. No, this is human beings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what the cartoon? Ready? You got to sing, remember. All right. Whoever knows the words. Yeah, sing it with me. This, this is, is a story all about how my life got flipped turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute just to sit right there. I'll tell you how it became Prince of the Town called, called Bel Air. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a while. Okay. It's okay. I got you. At least a little bit. <laughs> In West Philadelphia, born and raised. On the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and then shooting some b-ball out of the, the school, and a couple of guys didn't feel no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight, and my mom got scared. Said you moved with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. You want to keep going, or we lost? What is that? I heard, I heard the. I can keep going, but. What? This is probably like the full version. Is this like this the extended the version? version? Yeah. Holy yeah, cow, I've not heard this part. Yeah, we're going to bring it okay. on there. <laughs> we're going to fade on out because that's just going to be me what? all by my lonesome. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was really good. That wasn't bad. Oh, gosh. Got, like, oh, a God, that was awful. Yeah, that was awful, actually. <laughs> I, need to, I needed to rehearse that. That was definitely in the top 50% of the ones that we've done. <laughs> You're like in the 53rd percentile. <laughs> it's better oh, than 52, goodness. you know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, I like I know of. I, I, I never watched it religiously. Was one of, yeah, this is one of the things you had to grow up with. I love that right? Jared's yeah. always ever the optimist, though. <laughs> it's a good song. Like, I, I've seen episodes, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Have, you, um, have you seen any, like, stage musicals or plays? Um, yeah, a bunch. Um, like, speak, speaking of band, we uh, took a uh, trip to Toronto huh. when um, we have... Mm, sophomore year or something like that and went and saw is that where we saw Phantom of the Opera mm. I think yeah we saw that live which is really cool um, I've seen Les Mis live I think as a was that the same band trip or a different one I can't remember 
Um, yeah, I've not not been to like a show like that in like a long time, but yeah, a few are in there. That's always I. I kind of appreciate musicals. It's not like my you know oh, favorite thing, but right. I was just about to um, ask that. Yeah. Seeing it live is definitely like a really cool experience. To, mm. um, you wouldn't just like get caught sitting down watching like Rent or Chicago or something. No, um, well Hamilton because right, right, have to. Right. <laughs> yeah, to do request from my son. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, uh, yeah, like what else? do you, would you like ever watch any type of movie musicals like The Muppets or? Oh no. gosh, like um, that counts. <laughs> sure, I haven't watched right. Muppets in forever. Um, ah, like West Side Story is probably one of my favorites. Mm. Um, oh, what else? What are the musicals? I went and saw a few musicals. Um, um, oh, what was the uh, Tommy? I think the Who rock rock musical. Okay, is that what it's called? Yeah, Tommy. Um, I saw that once. Um, it's always fun. It's, yeah, it's not like my top. Like favorite, favorite thing though. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have a favorite uh, movie soundtrack? Um, aside from the Wayne's World movie soundtrack, right. um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I always like um, like a Quentin Tarantino oh. his soundtracks because it's always like it's always things on there that um, like when I went and saw Once Upon a was that Once Upon, Once a, upon time a Time in, in Hollywood, Hollywood, like just. Songs in there that you've heard a lot. It's like, oh, yeah, it's a really good song. And then the song that you haven't heard mm-hmm. or you haven't heard in, like, years. It's like, oh, I forgot about that song. That's really cool. Or something that you've totally never heard before was, like, really cool. So, um, yeah, like, when I was younger in high school after Pulp Fiction came out, I remember listening mm. to that soundtrack, like, over and over and over again. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, Reservoir Dogs to that soundtrack. Uh, that introduced me to a few new, like, um, Joe Tex. Uh, was on Reservoir Dogs soundtrack. Um, that that's stuck in the middle with you song. Stuck Steve. in the middle yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah it's a good yeah. song. It's a very. Have you seen the movie? No. Okay. I have not. Okay. It's that, a pretty dark scene. Uh. Yeah, it will change your <laughs> perception of that. He song very much. Tarantino oh, yeah. loves to do that though, especially with very kind of. Mm, I don't. Well, gory. You know. Uh, explicitly yeah. violent. That's probably a better way to describe it. And then the music that he juxtaposed with that is, you know, that's kind of a craft for mm. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you sing karaoke? Oh, gosh, no. No? No. You've never been to karaoke? I've witnessed karaoke. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever sang karaoke before. Would Is there a song you would like to sing? Um, like, you know, if you were... going to make me sing it? Is that the one part? Maybe. <laughs> that's a high possibility. Um, let me think. Uh, uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Oh, that's a good song. It's a little long. Yeah, it is. But... I think that's like turn one of the, around. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like turn a, around, just face the microphone. <laughs> just face the mic. I think that's like one of the ultimate karaoke song, <laughs> too. Overly kind of melodramatic a little bit, and um, yeah, kind of fun. I would do that. I don't know. What else? I love to sing Doctor Worm karaoke. <laughs> it's just to baffle the audience, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, if you were a championship championship wrestler, <laughs> what music would you come in on? <laughs> um. Uh, Dr. Worm, again, Dr. just, just <laughs> to throw them, throw them that curveball. Um, <laughs> just Dr. Worm, oh, all God. the answers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Favorite song of all time, Dr. Dr. Worm. Dr. Worm, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I, I do think more about, um, uh, clo- like, if you're, like, baseball closers, oh, like, when okay. they come into, like, a certain, come in with, like, a certain song. Um, for, like, a professional wrestler, I would probably do, like, Thunderstruck. 
Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like everyone kind of does that, though. No. That's why I do Dr. Worm, just to be like, what? Now, the most we've, or at least from since I started, the most we got for that answer was the Rocky theme. uh, Yeah. You know, yeah, that's that's very common. So, Thunderstruck, great choice, in my opinion. Do you have a nickname that stuck over Um, your life? Rocky? Pappy. Pappy. Yeah, that was what, in high school, it was Pappy, Pep Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I, the the kids in Eagle Media have a lot of <laughs> nicknames for you. Even have like a a banner, a banner, or a piece of paper listing all those different names, right? Don't oh, you? God. Oh, the, yeah. They used to um, when I first started on Post-it notes, come up with names. Yeah, uh, the, the Pap Rock King or right. you know, something <laughs> like that, um, and like stick them to my computer yeah. and have all these little kind of jokey things. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I don't know what the, the what what prompted it, but. And if I have a banner that says is uh, Justin Paprocky uh, 2020 or no 2001 WWE champ or something like that. See there, there like, you go. I have no idea where they came from, but <laughs> I still have it up. Cherished, cherished mementos. Mm-hmm. If you were a cocktail or drink mm-hmm. of 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 some kind, what would you name it, and what you know would oh. it be? What what what's what's a concoction? We're writing down like a little book. Oh man, oh cocktail book. Um. Uh, let me see. I'm a um, I'm a, a, a white claw that has been sitting on the table for too long, so it's like lukewarm. Um, the tepid claw. <laughs> what flavor white claw though? Uh, not lemon. Uh, <laughs> watermelon. So not lemon or watermelon. <laughs> no, I, uh, definitely not lemon. Okay. I I like water. I, uh, I like mango. Is probably mm. my favorite. I'm like a like a um. Yeah, that's oh gosh, revealing too much. But yeah, that's what <laughs> found on a white claw kick recently. I'm sorry. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know why. But white claw has been becoming like popular with a lot of yeah, college, I don't, college I don't, students. I don't know why? I don't know either. I mean, I haven't tried it. Like I've smelled it. So yeah. I'm just like, mm, it doesn't. I don't know. Mm. What What would you? What's the name of it? What would you call it? <laughs> Like, it, but because it's you, you know. Yeah. So what would you yeah. call it? The Pap Rock King. It would be like, <laughs> okay, so it's it's called the um, Tired Dad, and it is uh, a white claw that's been sitting on the table for like an hour and a half, <laughs> and you pour that into a glass, and you uh, put like three ice cubes in it to cool it back down. <laughs> you you put the ice cubes in the can. No, in the, in the you, know, you pour it into the glass. Oh, okay. You pour your lukewarm white claw into the glass. You put uh-huh. three ice cubes in it. Uh-huh. And maybe garnish with um, um, with a lime. Okay. <laughs> See, it's my job to it's my job now to like write this stuff down. Really? Like, so it's I'm, your I'm, job. I'm cataloging all like the different cocktail drinks <laughs> and stuff. Like this, this became my job like recently now. Yeah. So I, I also got to go back to older episodes and like write it. Down. <laughs> so Jared, so. Jared has stumbled into an internship at a university where he's writing down the names of cocktails yep. that guests on a podcast yep. have. Broken down. Oh gosh! Couldn't couldn't ask for anything better. I know, you know which one. Which one is the first one going to get cut? It's going to be the, the tired dad. <laughs> I feel like that's the that's the cocktail we open the book with. Like that's the showstopper. It's yeah, like right? that's on the cover. Is the tired dad? Oh god. <laughs> so, if you can broadcast a song, like any mm. song you want, mm. into the head of every person on the planet, this is sick. 
Right? <laughs> That's a sick question. What song would you choose? Um, like the, the worm one, man. The worm. The worm. <laughs> Dr. Worm. Into your head. <laughs> How weird would that be? Just suddenly you're just walking along and all of a sudden this Dr. Worm in your head. And you look to the guy next to you and it's like, wait, do you hear this too? I'm He's not like, a yeah. doctor. I'm a worm. Yeah. Hmm. Um, oh, gosh. Um, definitely something like it would have to be like very soothing. Probably like an old like Miles Davis. Hmm song or something like that it's like everyone just hears it people are hearing it at like the same time yeah everybody in the entire planet listening to the exact same time like you know kind of blue his his album like that first like put that on Mm -hmm. um play like that first track um i think like everyone would be like stop me like ah yeah you would it's kind of like chill everybody out for a little bit right like we all need that yeah (laughs) (laughs) if you had to guess what song you've listened to the most in your life what would it be um ooh, uh it's probably oh man it's probably an elvis costello song mm-hmm. either beyond belief or man out of time off that same album i say so um but yeah like they might be giants are up there too so mm-hmm. that was on like their album it was called album called flood that i first discovered um so th- something like um uh, Particle Man or uh, Birdhouse in Your Soul um, might be up there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably an old Elvis Costello song, which I've been listening to since I was one, basically. Just so, constant repeat. Yeah, Beyond Belief for, <laughs> yeah, Man of the Time. What would you say is the most overplayed song of all time? Oh, um, oh, geez. Uh, ooh, good question. Uh, Brown Eyed Girl, Van Morrison. Uh, <laughs> okay. Every time you think about playing Brown Eyed Girl, just play like a different Van Morrison song and your right. life will be better. <laughs> mm. um, is there any kind of music or song that you avoid listening altogether? Like as soon as it comes on the radio, you're like, nope. Nope. Or uh, shuffle. Nope. Skip it. Oh, gosh. Um, not uh, not really. There's not, nothing that's like super like, ugh. Um, there's a lot of like m- more like kind of, um, you're telling me if that dinosaur song that your kid likes comes on. Yeah. And the kids aren't in the call. Yeah. Like sometimes I find myself like driving up to work after I've dropped my son off at daycare and the frozen two soundtrack is still, still on. It's just like, Oh <laughs> wait, what? I'm still here. <laughs> um, uh, that was not too much. Like I would, um, I mean, there's some like I'm not like a huge country fan, so there's some mm. like like more more like recent country songs, or I don't know any in particular. I'm just kind of like, uh, keep 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 flipping through the channels. Um, I don't know. I'd even like I, I'd sit through a Nickelback song. I'm not offended by that. <laughs> I'm not offended. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended now. Oh that. no. <laughs> Uh, is there any uh, band or musician that you got into recently? Um, oh man, let me think. Mm-hmm. Let me look at my phone here. Go ahead. What am I? What am I doing? I ask myself that so many what times I, throughout what the is day. Going on. <laughs> I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, Nathaniel Waitliff and the Night Sweats. Okay. He had an album that came out. This came out a while back, but. It became like one of my more is 2015. Um, I think it was his first album. I've listened to that like on 
repeat, like keep revisiting it over the last few years too. Mm-hmm. That's probably like the most recent like new band, I guess. Like I'm still like I now more I'm kind of going back and doing like you know, I was talking about like going back and revisiting all these old albums that I wanted to hear and all that sort of stuff. And um, so yeah, he's yeah he's up there. I was on a kick recently of listening to some old disco music. It's, nice. Because I never really did that before. And right. It's like. You kind of like missed that. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. yeah. Right. Don't Leave Me This Way, Thelma Houston. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's not new, but. Um, are there any, well, since, you know. Yeah, right. Let's get adjusted. God, we've been, we've been chilling. Yeah. Um, since uh you know you have a major part I'm assuming in the Eagle Eagle Radio Music Festival and stuff you get to see a lot of I'm sure you get to hear and see a lot of bands and you know local bands and musicians come in and come out right throughout however long it's been going on mm-hmm. or even or even not just then uh, are there any like local bands or musicians you'd want to highlight like, oh, um you know, give a shout out saying like hey these guys are good. Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out. Um, they changed their name. They used to be called Corporate Retreat. Right, the Retreat. The Retreat. Yeah. They played. They played. Um, they played last or like last yeah. semester. Yeah. So that, yeah, they've been kind of friends of the concert and all that. So, yeah. yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, they've been, they've got quite a following too. So Yeah, they do. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, but the last, not, not this past one, the one mm. before that, mm. uh, when they were the Corporate Retreat. Uh, after they were finishing their set, um, the drummer dude was, like, getting ready to throw his drumstick to the audience. And he was, like, trying to make sure people look at it. If not, then it's assault, right? Because he's throwing a freaking stick to people. Nobody else was paying attention. I was the one looking at it. And I'm like, over here. Over here. He th- and he throws the drumstick uh, the drumstick at me, and I caught it, and oh, I still cool. have it oh, nice. with me. Oh, so, that's fun. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a cool, that's a cool that's little cool. thing. See, heads up play. There you go. Yeah, right? <laughs> Are there any albums that you have to listen to all the way through once you start it? Oh, man. Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, uh, Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders Ooh. from Mars. The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars um, by David Bowie. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. It's one of those, yeah, it's like sucks you in. Um, Exile, on, Exile on Main Street by the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Um, I just listened to uh, What's Going On by Marvin oh, Gaye. Gay. That's one of those, yeah, it's just like it's so, Ooh. things just kind of flow one yeah. to the other. It's, yeah, it really hooks you. Did you hear um, that um, in, in Detroit, Marvin has a street named after him now? Oh, cool. Yeah, that was like a oh, recent nice. thing oh, for nice. like celebrating... Uh, I for however long what's going on has been going has been out. I mm-hmm. think like forty years or something. It's it's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's such a great album. Um, what else? Abbey Road by the Beatles. Mm. Uh, probably my favorite Beatles album. And all yeah. these, you you listen all the way through once it start. Oh gosh, if I yeah, if I have time, if it's like one of those is like oh yeah, it's like yeah, I got to keep going with this one. Yeah, they're like the movies that you're like flipping through. There. Well, I guess you don't do this so much anymore, but flipping through the channels and you come across <laughs> Goodfellas on TNT or whatever. Oh, Goodfellas. And, oh, man. And yeah, you're sucked right into yeah. it. So, yeah, so I, I looked is. up very quickly the 50 years after 50 the album years. that they, they named uh, oh, wow. the street after him. Yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's. And, and, and that song was the first song told by our first guest. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Yes, Bob oh. Grissinger. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Edit, yeah, that is such a great song. Oh, good. I'll have to listen to that. 
Um, what album would you choose if you can only listen to one ever again? Oh, no. Um, it would probably be Imperial Bedroom, Elvis Costello. Okay. Yeah, just because it's the one I've known the most. There's other ones, too, where it's like there's certain songs that, as time goes by, they become like more of my favorites, and then they kind of like fade back. And there's, other, oh, this other song's really good, too. I kind of forgot about it. So it's one of those where you're always like kind of discovering for, for me, kind of rediscovering it over and over and over again. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that would yeah, that'd probably be it. Is there a best album of all time, in your opinion? Um, I do think it's Ziggy Stardust. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. All right. I think um, it's mm-hmm. as like an, a full like start to finish album. I think it a concept album. I think it's I don't know it's so hard, but I think it, it kind of just sweeps you up and it takes in it takes in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just really good songs on it too. But um, uh, yeah, that's my vote. Heck there yeah, you, <laughs> you can't you can't go wrong with David. You know, yeah. you can't go wrong with Bowie. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite band of all time? Do you have a favorite musician of all time? I, I oh would assume it's David. Or I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Elvis Costello. Elvis. I think, yeah, I'd probably say Elvis Costello. But that's probably a little too easy. Yeah. You know? I would say, yeah. Like, the, like yeah, Elvis Costello. They might be giants. Even though I haven't listened to, I don't listen to them as much as I used to when I was in high school. But And then, like, um, Ben Folds. Oh, ben wow. Folds, who was another of that kind of key... Ben Folds 5 was a key band when I was in high school for me and my friends. And that's mm-hmm. another one that's kind of all-time favorite groups, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a fourth song that almost made the cut? Oh, man. It, I was debating actually between uh, Tennessee Waltz and Bring It On Home to me for the Sam Cooke song. Uh-huh. So that was probably fourth. Um, I'm glad he picked Sam Cooke then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just my opinion, you know. I have nothing yeah. wrong. I have nothing against the other one, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, his his version of Tennessee Waltz is what I, um, what I love. Oh, okay. Um, what else? Uh, I have a very vivid memory of uh, hearing a Kanye West song "Jesus Walks." <laughs> uh, yeah, I was driving in my car in Bexley, Ohio, and had to. I was like, "What is this song?" And it kept circling the block until it was over. And I was like, "I don't know if that's really a great story, though." So I, that, that one did not make the list. Right. So you were just like trying, you were going around a blog to listen to this song? Yeah, it came on the radio. It was the first time I heard it. And it's like, this is a really awesome song. Yeah. Like I'm at the place I need to be, but. You want to um, keep listening. Yeah. I got to keep driving though. Cause I also, yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's, that's the thing about radio, isn't it? Yeah. You know, there you go. the magic of radio. What was your process when choosing these songs? Um. Oh gosh. It was really hard. Actually. It was thinking of. What's like a song that I really like that is also attached to a memory? And like I was saying before, like a lot of like, um, like memories are just like the random ones of you, you know, like me in a, me in a car or me like on a treadmill or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's not, that's not exciting. Um, but yeah, it was hard to pick a, a particular song too, because like, um, like They Might Be Giants is like, you know, kind of a big band with me, but it's like, okay, what's the one song that I've got like, uh, you know, a memory attached to? So it's like, it was thinking back a lot to childhood, I found more. Mm. Um, thinking about the songs back then that I was into and listening to and who I was who I was with. Um, and which got me thinking about, you know, the connections and the bonds I have with other people, you know, people important in my life. So, so yeah, 
it was, a defi- it was definitely an interesting process to really kind of think those things through. It was challenging. I thought it was kind of hard to like zero in on the on the three, not just the three songs, but the three like stories that kind of fled into them too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I I kind of got a, an advantage for for my three songs because I've been do like before I did my episode, I was here for a while for like a little mm-hmm. bit, so I already got to already think out what songs I was going to pick and what stories to go along with it because I'm also hearing how other people did it and then uh, Mike, Richard, Tara has given me advice on how to pick it. So like I kind of got the edge when it, com- when it came to me picking my song. So yeah, I, I got yeah. I got a little, you know, bump up when it comes to good. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I spent a good amount of time like sitting and like thinking. Right. Yeah. Like, what should I do? So yeah. Cool. It's, it's, it's definitely a... A different process when it comes to like everyday thinking. Yeah, you know, it's it's not. I don't think it's something that people really like stops and thinks about. Like, what's it? What 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 song is important to me? What? Yeah. How yeah. how does this song really relate to me or or whatever? You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't really think about it. You just kind of yeah. put it on, or you you just flip through the radio, or mm-hmm. put your you know iTunes on shuffle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So yeah, it was, it was a good ex, good experience. Thank you invite for inviting me. Yeah. To the experience. That was cool. What um What would your fourteen year old self uh think of who you are today? Oh my gosh. Oh my. I hope he'd be proud. I don't think he'd be surprised necessarily of. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I always wanted to know. I you know when I have a family, wanted to go into. What when, what was I doing at the time? Well, I guess this is kind of pre journalism. Before I wanted to be a journalist, I wanted to be a uh, like an actor or like a like a, a director or be involved in like theater or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of I think I really kind of shifted towards journalism when I was sixteen. So they would my fourteen year old self would would not be surprised though because both of my parents are journalists, so they'd be like, okay, that makes perfect sense. Um, Anything you would like to tell your fourteen year old self? Um, if you had like what, what, fifteen four, seconds, let me think. Uh, you know, what, fourteen. I would think uh, nineteen ninety-five. Just kind of hang in there. Things will work out. Don't get too down on yourself. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay, traveling back through time. It's Vis- a process. Visiting that 14, 14 is like what would that be? That would be freshman year, high school. Yeah, around Eighth there. Grade, freshman year. Around there. High school. Yeah. I'd say like have like just like enjoy it, enjoy the moment you're in right mm-hmm. now because things change quickly. Don't be so focused on what you're going to be or what you want to be. Um, appreciate where you are mm. right then and there. You know, things change, things get you know better. Some things get worse. Some things get better. Just kind of understand that you're living in like a a moment that you'll never really forget. I mm-hmm. guess. There's something about like those high school. I, don't, I always think about this, like the high school years. Like, what is it about those four years that like stick with us and like define us and and all that? And it's like I don't know what it is. It's just four years. I could pick four random years of like you know your your thirties or whatever, and it doesn't like doesn't have the same impact. So, what is it about high school? And I don't really know what it is, but but yeah, I think just live in that moment. You know, it's may not be as bad as you think it is right now mm-hmm. so yeah heck yeah oh boy 
All right, so it is time to recommend your three people that mm-hmm. you promise and will commit <laughs> to sharing this episode with, and hopefully one of them gets to be in that chair. Nice. Okay, so I definitely would recommend uh, Dr. Christopher Blakely, mm-hmm. who's a dean of students here at FGCU. I think he would be um, would have some really fascinating choices uh, for his songs and his memories um, and his stories with those. Um, also, I'd recommend uh, my old editor. David Sendler, uh, former editor of Gulf Shore Life magazine and uh, TV Guide back in its heyday. Um, I think he would be a really good guest. Um, and I think, I, I wasn't sure if she'd been on for it, Lynn Milner, Professor Milner? Yes, she has been on. Ah, oh, she has been on. Okay, yeah. she, was, she would have been awesome. Um, or she is awesome. I'll have to go look. <laughs> yeah. She was awesome. So I'll have to go look it up. I didn't see that one. Okay. Um, so you got another choice then. Oh, no. Okay, let me think. Um uh, my it life. doesn't have to be local. They don't have to know music. They could be <laughs> anywhere, and, and as long as you know them, because we can make, we can make long distance stuff work. Okay, well, as long that, as they'll say complicated yes. Then as long as they'll say yes. Oh man, this is all in the episode. Yeah, yeah. Long. Distance. This is also this is also part of my job to write down the recommended guests. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, I'd say Keyshawn. Keyshawn, our Eagle Radio station manager. Okay. Because I bet I'd be really interested to see what he has to say, too. Hmm. Okay. I mean, shoot. We both can get in touch with him. Yeah. For it, you know? <laughs> I'll be seeing him next Tuesday. So there yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So out of your three songs that you picked today, mm-hmm. right, you got you to put these into each little category I'm about to give you. One, it's gone forever. Like, it never existed at in any point in time, right? Yeah. Another one, you got to... You ensure that this will be listened to way in the future. And the third one is, is the song that will become music to you. So whenever you turn on the radio, it's always that song. Whenever you oh, hit shuffle on your phone, it's that song. So oh, out right. of the three songs you picked for today. Okay. So the, uh, it was one that's, that, that just goes away. Yes. The one, that's erased the completely forever. Oh, gosh. And what was the second one? The second one is you ensure that it will be listened to for far in the future. Okay. And then the third one was when you... It becomes music for you. Okay, so that's it. Oh god. Yeah, oh, no. it's a tough. It's a, it's a tough. Um, a lot of people don't like this. Don't like no, these questions. No, I don't <laughs> like it at all. Um, I would say, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Doctor Worm would probably have to go. Oh no, not like Doctor Worm. I would, get, I would get a little annoyed if I had to hear that all the time. That's fair. Um, and then, bye bye preser- Worm. Preserved forever would be, yeah, beyond belief. I think, and mm-hmm. then the one that became music would be Sam uh, Cook. Yeah, Sam Cook, I think. Mm, that's so a good you choice. You can always, yeah, always go back to that one. Always and, be around for my family. Yeah, yeah. That's I like that choice. I like okay. that answer. Cool. Any final thoughts? Just thank you for having me on. I was trying to come up with something grand. I don't have anything <laughs> like any deep thoughts. I'm sorry. That's that's fine. That's fine. You've been talking for like who knows how long? Maybe like over two hours. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing great. Thank no, you. no, thank you. I appreciate. No, I really. I think it was a really fun exercise just thinking through it, and then sitting here with you mm-hmm. talking good music. Like right. What, what can you not, do? What not just you do? talking music. Talking. Yeah. Good music. Good music. <laughs> Did we do see you or we talk good music? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Justin, for coming on. And yeah, you're awesome. Thank you. Oh, you too. Great job. Well done. We're good, huh? Wings up. Yeah. <laughs> Wings up, Jared. Jared. You flew out of the nest. Woo. Oh, man.
That was great. <laughs> I loved it. We make three song stories in the studios of WGCU Public Radio on the campus of Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers, Florida. Mike Canary is co-creator and host. Richard Chinqui is co-creator and producer. Sarah Callaghan is online content producer and host. Chris Duffus is executive producer. Our theme song was created by Dave 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 Cowan and Stick Martin at Monkey House Studio in St. Pete. For this week's parting tune, we're going to go back to April 21st, 2016, the day Prince passed away and my first time listening to Purple Rain. I was in my living room with my stepdad and his friend, and we just got the news of Prince's passing. Without a moment of hesitation, my stepdad dragged me to the nearest record shop and bought the Purple Rain album. As soon as we got home, he popped in that disc into the turntable, and Purple Rain was the first song to come on. It was on repeat for hours. My stepdad's friend went to reset the needle and accidentally scratched the entirety of Purple Rain and made that track unplayable. This was my first exposure to Prince, and it certainly changed my life forever. Keep listening. Next time on Three Song Stories. Well, I wasn't drunk at the time, but I do remember like being overwhelmed by his beauty, maybe, and, and throwing up at the back of that concert. <laughs>